0: attention everybody stop what you're doing it's time for kcou the unwritten rule a comedic sports show from the heart of missouri alongside peyton haverman and kenny van Doren. here is your host jack knowlton just kidding it's not jack knowlton it's peyton haverman kicking the show off i think this is the first time i've ever done this welcome into the unwritten rule Uh, We are joined by myself, Kenny Van Doren, our great co-host. I swapped places with Jack Knowlton on his show earlier this week, and now he's swapping places with Jack Knowlton on our show, Peter Camp. Welcome into the studio.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me on, guys. It's a pleasure. It really is the real
0: The new third host of The Unwritten Rule. Uh, We don't have a planned... uh, Guest or anything, I don't think. Is that correct, Kenny? Uh,
2: there's someone on my computer right now.
0: Really? Who is it? Should we bring him in? Jack Talk. <sighs> Hello, everybody.
3: Uh, there's been a lot of replacing going on. Peyton's replaced me, and then Peter's replaced me.
0: Mm-hmm. Peter Sideboard Jack Nolan has Peyton. joined the
3: show. I, I don't know how it all went.
0: Yes, Robot I Jack, paid. I am sorry uh, that you have had to take a leave of absence from your KCOU <laughs> duties, but. Um I did. It's good to have you here.
3: Oh, it's good to be here. I'm on the I'm on the I've infiltrated the, the campus of Loyola Chicago. Go Ramblers. Sister Jean is back.
0: Mm-hmm. More on that later. Uh Milton, where are you currently? Where 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 are you at? Where are you? I I just said.
1: <laughs> you just said he was a No, but Loyola. where are
0: you actually? Like like No, like spiritually. Spiritually. Oh,
3: oh spiritually? Are you happy? You know, I, I I am pretty happy. Anyways, you know, moving on. Say, uh
0: <laughs> Kenny. Uh I think you are most familiar uh with our first topic. You were in Manhattan. Oh wait, Peter was too. Peter called there. it for uh KCOU. Yes. Uh so why don't you two introduce uh this dreadful dreadful thing that we're going to talk about? You'd start, Kenny.
2: Um yeah, we uh took the trip to Manhattan. Uh, one of the worst towns in the country. It's in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, Kansas, and Kansas is in the middle of nowhere, America. Um, but no, uh, Kansas came out; and they were the better team. It was obvious. Yeah, uh, they ran it down Mizzou's throat. You know, Mizzou, de- the Mizzou defense. You know, kind of held their own in the third quarter, uh, but the offense wasn't. You know giving them any chance to really stop the bleeding, and you know four interceptions, uh, two from Cook and two from Abraham. Uh, Just overall, just Mizzou was playing sloppy, and they weren't ready for that game.
1: Yeah, offensively they looked checked out. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was just simple play call after simple play call, and you could tell that this Mizzou offense just had nothing inspiring going for them. K-State, on the other hand, their defense played really well. Their offense played manageably well. I mean, Those four turnovers, they were only able to get, like, six Six points, points, I believe. So, I mean, offensively, they were really shaky. Mizzou's defense was able to hold their own for what they were given. But for the most part, yeah, I mean, play calling was a big thing. Uh, Just not having guys out there that looked like they really knew what they were doing. And just an overall very sloppy game from Eli Drinkwood's squad.
0: Yeah, I mean, look. Mizzou is very lucky that the Bears won on Sunday. Otherwise, I would probably be able to go 30 minutes just nonstop on this topic. Um, but here's like just basically where I stand on it. This is year three under Drinkwitz now. It's time to really like evaluate whether he can actually be the guy to lead Mizzou back or not because losses like this where you go out against an opponent of equal footing. I mean, may, sure, Mizzou is more experienced. They've had Chris Kleiman's had more time to develop his guys, per se. But talent-wise, Mizzou should be right there, just on pure talent alone. And Mizzou was never even close in this game. They went out, they play-called scared, they were lucky to get three points on the first drive. That's a thing Drinkwitz does just too often. He comes out in these road games and he plays too scared. He does, He plays not to lose. And it just it's a common theme. There are just games where Mizzou comes out and you swear they didn't practice the whole week before. <laughs> Mississippi State in 2020, that was a game Mizzou was favored in by like 12 points, and they lost by about 30. Last year, Tennessee, that's another game Mizzou was favored in, and we all know what happened there. They got 60-pieced and ran out of the building. Um, and now this year, this game, they get absolutely embarrassed. I was not expecting a Mizzou win here this weekend, but to not even be competitive is embarrassing and not excusable for year
1: three. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. I mean, especially Drinkwitz being the offensive guru he's supposed to be coming in. You know, like you said, Mizzou's offense, uh, starting off in the Drinkwitz era, was absolutely deplorable, and now coming in and... Having a play caller that's scared to throw the ball down the field, and then when he does, uh, having guys throw four interceptions on four straight drives—I mean, it's just something that's not supposed to be happening in your third year. It's just, it's part of the the year where you're supposed to be starting to turn things around. And right now for Mizzou, it's just it's just not. I mean, the defense has gotten better from last year, but that's mm-hmm. saying a lot coming from the worst Power Five offense defense when it came to running the stopping the run. Yeah, so- I mean. That's I wasn't expecting them to go out and win eight or nine games
0: this year because the schedule's rough. Yeah. Um, But to not – like, there is – I really am struggling to see a path for Mizzou to even get into a bowl game at this point. And if he misses a bowl, that means he has taken a step down every year since he's been here. Five, 2020, you go 5-5 five and five in your first year against an all-SEC schedule. You get a pretty decent bowl game against Iowa in the Music City Bowl. And it gets canceled, but that's a really great start. Last year, I mean, they had a paper-thin schedule that they really could have won eight or nine games against, but they go 6-6, and and they lose a bowl game to a team they really could have beaten again. Um, And then this year, now it's really looking like Drink is going to miss another bowl game. And that is just really bad bad optics
2: I, I know he builds the rosters you know it's his team he's put these guys together um you, you know like he went after some quarterbacks in the transfer portal last spring and it's apparent why i um, mean the reason mm-hmm. he has conservative play calling is because brady cook can't air air the ball out and one of the best running quarterbacks mizzou has seen in a long time but the reason you saw it in the second half the reason why he plays with short such short plays mm-hmm. or sh- short play calling is because brady cook can't throw and i think and, that's
1: Sorry, you can go ahead.
2: And you saw that two interceptions, and he brings in Jack Abraham, who's you know, he's become the backup. You know, this was a competition between Tyler Macon and Brady Cook. Macon's not going to see the field, and with the new transfer portal things we'll get into a little bit later. I don't think he's going to see the field much for the for Mizzou and much for any other school because he can't leave. Um, but it, it really just you know it talks about you know how many weapons you know he's brought to this team, but he doesn't have a quarterback.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the big things that's going to be. He- Pivotal in the Eli Drinkwitz era is going to be Sam Horn. If Sam Horn doesn't turn out the way that Mizzou fans think he's going to turn out, I think Drinkwitz is going to have a lot more eyes on him, and I think his seat's going to get a lot harder, hotter. I mean, that's just kind of like
0: like you mentioned earlier, drink or I think Kenny mentioned it. Uh, I can't really give Drink a pass for the play calling or the QB situation because it's also his doing. Mm-hmm. He brought in three quarterbacks uh, out of the portal. He brought in Jaden Daniels, whiffed. JT Daniels, whiffed. Came in second place, apparently. And uh, Jerry Bohannon. Jerry Bohannon chose to go to USF over Mizzou. So I don't really know what happened with Drinkwitz there uh, because all three of those are likely better options than anyone else in the QB room currently. Uh, and it's... It it looks it looks like it him messing up those transfers. I mean, looks like it's gonna cost him a season. Jack.
3: Um. I mean, like, yeah. You guys hit. You guys hit pretty much everything. Like, um, you know, it's just so frustrating, especially you know when Drinkwitz does all the recruiting that he does too. Like with with bringing Luther Burden in, with uh, you know, getting this guy that everyone's so excited for. He's so explosive. But then, you know, no one can get him the ball. Like, Drinkwitz can say all he wants. Oh, you know, he was targeted 25 times too many, which I don't really think makes much sense why you're saying that. But it's like, you know, and yes, you can say, oh, he had a drop. He had a deep ball that he maybe should have put a little more effort towards. But, like, the bottom line is I don't think Brady Cook seems like he's the guy that can get him the ball. Um, and I don't know if Sam Horn can be that in the future. But for this year, like, it's, it's going to be – seemingly a frustrating time going forward for him, which which stinks for fans because you want to see him unleashed. You want to see him, you know, catching deep balls. And we're not we're not seeing that so far. And I think a large part of that's also on Drinkwitz, like you said, calling his own plays. I think that has to be really called into question going forward with this team.
0: Um just also to further that point with Burden, it really feels like outside of maybe Dominic Lovett. Drinkwitz just has no idea how to use all these players. I mean, he has done a phenomenal job, probably better than any coach in history, at bringing in these high level recruits, high level players. I mean, even in the transfer portal, he brought in Mookie Cooper, a former near five star from Ohio State, and he has not used him at all. Drinkwitz, I just, I really have to question whether he really even knows how to use these guys. Like, it's great that he can recruit and everything, but at a certain point you have to show you that you can coach these guys. And, I mean, think about it. Two road wins in three years, and one was against 2-8 and eight South Carolina in 2020 that got their coach fired and 2-10 and 10 Vanderbilt last year by nine points. There's no really – there's nothing there for drink right now that shows me he can coach. Was that,
2: that Vanderbilt game was Tyler Macon, wasn't it? Yep, yes. Tyler
0: Macon. Uh they wanted to run the ball the clock out, and that's why he was in. Yeah. So I really I'm starting to really doubt a lot of what's happening at Mizzou. Uh hopefully Drink can I mean Drink has a game next week, not this Adeline Christian game, but Auburn. That is a game you can win. You are a better team than Auburn. I know the games at Jordan Hare. If you want to turn your narrative around, if you're Drinkwits, you go in and you win that game. And you get back to 3-1, and one, you finally have a pretty impressive uh, road win on your resume. And then you likely, if you win the rest of the games you need, you just need to win one more game to get a bowl. And I think that saves a lot of face for Drink this season.
2: Uh, most definitely. And when you look at this weekend... Um We'll just talk sh- briefly about this. This game should be a blowout. There's no reason that Mizzou shouldn't uh, put up 50 points mm-hmm. in Adeline Christian. But you know, going around the room, who's like one freshman or one underclassman that you're kind of excited to see play? That's not Sam Horn.
0: You can go first on this, Pete. Who I want to see play
1: outside of Horn.
2: But you can go with Horn, too, because you probably don't know his, the deepness of this uh, roster.
1: Yeah, I I would probably go... Uh, with Sam Horn Or uh, The I guess T- Tavarius Jones is out Tavares <laughs> yeah, Is he Jones. playing?
2: He didn't travel with the team last week uh, He wasn't on the injury report But he did have that soft tissue injury um, He could could get in the game later, later I would on. like to see him play I think uh, Taj Butts Michael Cox uh, BJ Harris are going to be the running backs You see more mm-hmm. in the second half
0: And that's uh, Yeah That's about what I'd expect from One drink Um <laughs> Yeah. Knowing, knowing, drink. We also won't see Sam Horn. It'll be uh, Jack Abraham. Probably won't even see Tyler Macon. Yeah, it'll probably be Jack Abraham the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, one player, I'll say, um, he's buried on the depth chart right now. But I'd love to, s- to see Mackay Miller get some time in. Uh, he was impressive in the spring game. Uh, coaches raved about him during uh, practices. Uh, he got in briefly at the end of LA Tech. He had a nice catch, I think, like twenty yards downfield. Um there's a lot of receivers on this team that just aren't getting used properly. Um, but I'd like to see if Makai Miller could maybe make an impact.
2: Um, my guys on the offensive line, Armand Membo, uh freshman from That's Lee Hill or Lee Summit North in Kansas City. Uh, I've I've heard a lot about him too. You know, him and Makai Miller, two like those dark horse freshmen that are gonna contribute a lot to this program if they stick with it over the next couple of years.
1: Uh, one guy that I'd like to see on Saturday is uh, Marcus Scott II. I know this is a cornerback room that's supposed to be very, very deep and very, very, you know, veteran like. Mm-hmm. But I think one important thing is not only having a veteran room now, but having that those guys for the future. And I think Marcus Scott is a guy who I would love to see have some playing time. He's only mm-hmm. a freshman, like we said. Um, he was a four star, I think. Four star, he was number three. Very, 31 very close, if not. Prospect. He's from Houston. Yep. He is from Houston. And, uh, yeah, I, I like good cornerback playing, so I'd like to see him. Play. Yeah, Marcus the w- Scott. One
2: th- the one it, thing about Marcus Scott is, though, he wasn't in pads in week one when they were at home, and I'm not sure if he traveled with the team, so I'm not totally sure what his oh, availability is. Suck.
0: Him and uh, DJ Jackson, they're two guys that are younger. I believe DJ Jackson's a red shirt sophomore or freshman. Freshman, but, yeah. Yeah, they're two guys that played a lot more down the stretch last year with Ennis Rakestraw getting hurt. Allie Green never really broke in, and mm-hmm. outside of Caleb Evans. No one played around him. Uh, I thought those two played really well down the stretch, so I agree with that one.
2: Uh, we got a text. Uh, Mizzou, I don't know who said this, but Mizzou needs just one more win for a bowl. What game would that be, Peyton?
0: Well, so let's say they, they win Auburn, they beat Vanderbilt, and they beat uh, New Mexico State, and obviously Eveline Christian. That's four. So that's four, so that makes five wins. Uh, the only two I don't think Mizzou has a prayer against Georgia, obviously, or Arkansas. So I'd probably look more at, I don't think they go into the swamp and win. I'd look more at South Carolina or Kentucky, mostly because Kentucky, they're up and down. Will Levis is week to week based on how he plays, Um, but they do have a good rushing attack. So I think Mizzou, even last year on the road, Mizzou had a good chance to beat them, but that was when the defense was just a mess. Uh, So I could see them winning that. And then South Carolina, Spencer Rattler, <laughs> is just bad. He's
2: got a. He's not good. He's got an NIL deal with Canes though.
0: Yeah, I don't. He's raising the cane. He's horrible. Um, and that's just a team that is at Mizzou's level. I think. I think Mizzou, and drink. That's one of the two road wins he has. Is South Carolina. So, I I could see that being a win. Do I think they get either of those? No. But I think those are the two games you look at and seeing them maybe being able to steal one.
2: Jack.
3: Um, oh, first of all, a player I want to watch. See, I had a question for you, Kenny. What is DJ Weselak's status? Is he not? Uh,
2: he's off the. Uh, he was out for the first week and got off the injury report last week, so he's available.
3: Okay. So it's just if, if he's-, he's available, first and foremost, that's who I want to see on Saturday. I would love to see him get in the defensive line. That was a big deal when Drink got him. He's a local ish kid from Boonville. Um, and then for the, for the win question assuming they beat Auburn on the road, which I like, I don't care how bad Auburn is. I simply don't trust Drinkwitz any, almost anywhere on the road. Um, but I'm inclined to probably agree with Peyton that South Carolina is their best shot. Um, I think if Kentucky continues to try and trend down and we saw a performance like we did last year, um, against Kentucky, then maybe, um, but I don't think they're beating Tennessee. They're certainly not beating Georgia. No, at home. Definitely not. No. Nope. Um, yeah, probably South Carolina, and maybe Spencer Rattler eats too much canes and gets a cramp and can't play. I don't know.
2: He's got a humble but, tattoo on his bicep right here.
0: Boy, oh boy. Ladies and gentlemen, irony.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quick pivot, uh, Thursday Night Football last night. There's only two things I wanted to bring up. I just wanted to know.
0: Oh, also, shout out to Mizzou for those script tiger helmets. They are beautiful. Yeah, those
2: are the nicest helmets they have ever ever worn. Ever dawned. Uh, Two things. Chase Daniel, uh, Mizzou grad, got into the game last night. Might be his only snap of the season. Didn't have to throw a pass. That's $2 million right there for uh, a true son. Uh, Second thing, I wanted to know more about this Gerald Everett thing, uh, how he was too exhausted Mm -hmm. to play, and they lost because of it.
0: So Gerald Everett um, made three pretty nice plays in a row. I'm pretty sure he caught at least two of them in a row. And then after he had a catch-and-run for, like, 20 yards, uh, he got up and was, like, like, gassed and tried to or have didn't, someone. Calling for yeah, that. he was calling for a sub. They didn't give it to him. So he had to go back in. They call another play, and he, like, kind of just, like, almost like when you're so tired and or, like, just out of breath, you kind of, like, stumble over. Kind of looked like he did that to his left, and, a, and Herbert thought he was going to break right, so Herbert threw the ball there, and the seventh, seventh round, round pick, yeah, Jalen Watson picked it and took it to the house. That was that. that That's just crazy. And then golly, Herbert about looked like he was dead. I uh, saw on the sideline, and but hey,
1: he unleashed two incredible throws to keep them in it. So. I remember that one play where like he rolled out right and he had room to run. Yeah, but he and was just so hurt. He just threw yeah, it away he like, and held his oh, stomach going Lord. back to the huddle. And, yeah, it was not. And then it it the very next ugly. play on fourth down, he threw like a thirty-yard. One ball. of the best balls I've <laughs> ever
0: seen.
2: Was it a is it a rib injury or is it like a ribs. side? Yeah, yeah it was it's, his ribs. it's That's kind of funny because when you look at the reason why Justin Herbert started his first game is because uh, Terod Taylor was getting like a, an injection for his ribs for, I for, think. Like oh, yeah. near his ribs and it punctured his lung. Yep. And, yep. That's and so it's why we almost like he has the rib have, injury and why, now.
1: And that's how Justin Herbert got started. Uh,
2: funniest thing I saw from this game was that someone tweeted that Chase Daniels is the second richest person at the game behind Jeff Bezos. It's true. Because it was an Amazon game.
1: Huh. Or something. Hmm. Close was Jeff to that. Bezos there? Yeah, he Jeff was, Bezos was there. Was there. It's, it was it's Amazon his game. Prime's first it, was, game. Was, it was him and Roger oh, Goodell in
0: the booth. They were speaking in binary. <laughs> yeah. Zero zero zero, <laughs> zero one 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 zero 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 zero, zero. Back and forth.
2: Yeah. That's going to end our football talk for now. We'll get back into some football later.
0: Do we have anything else? No, that's it.
2: Uh, It is 3.20 p.m. Central Time here in Columbia, Missouri. We'll see you on the other side. in
0: the building...
2: welcome back to KCU, the Unwritten Rule, here in Columbia, Missouri. KCU eighty-eight point one FM. It is currently three twenty-two PM, and uh, it's time for Quick Hits,
0: everybody's favorite. Everybody's segment. favorite
2: segment, and I'm gonna actually kick it to Jack Knowlton for this part.
0: Jersey of the Week, Knowlton.
2: You got it, Jack. Give us the Jersey of the Week.
0: I do. Wait, I have to. I'm pulling up the formal
3: name for it. I have. I have two submissions. Um, one of which I purchased today for uh, $2.19 at the Loyola Chicago uh, team store. They were selling 2021 shirts with Sister Jean on them that say uh, Loyola is back. So just so everyone knows, Loyola is back last year. Um, and I wanted everyone to, to appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second jersey that I got um, was from my dad, special submission, um, it was a 2001 Craig Council Arizona Diamondbacks jersey. Pretty this thing clean. It's white one.
0: Tweet the video um, of it. It's awesome.
3: Yeah, I actually realized, too, we should be tweeting. We should just tweet the, the jersey of the week every week. So people I'm can actually see it. it. We, yeah. we never do that, so people can actually see Yeah. We're not there yet. We're
0: not NPR. We're not
3: big time yet. You know, we got to say that. But uh, yeah, Those are the two jerseys. Loyola's back last year. Did the Diamondbacks win the World Series that that In Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
2: Beat the Yankees. Okay, shout
3: out Craig Council. Doesn't know how to trade, but he
2: sure can pitch. Does he? He doesn't do the trades.
0: He also doesn't oh, pitch. He <laughs> also <laughs> doesn't pitch. Did he? He didn't pitch. No. He was a second baseman. It was oh, close. Yeah. So. yeah, Knowlton doesn't. I know mean, ball. he could throw, just not to the right yeah, just not chair. a pitch. Pitcher. <laughs> I, he probably came in a couple games there. M- maybe. they
3: have position. They're yeah, position, position player. players. Yeah.
0: Anyways, why don't we do the spelling bee
1: All right, before spelling bee makes this worse?
2: Um, yeah, I'm going to need you to get off the dock, Peter.
1: I'm sorry? Oh, I apologize. You
2: don't have to exit it. You can just leave the screen. No, uh, Peyton, get off the screen. I can I'm see it. off the
1: screen. <laughs> All right.
2: Uh, <laughs> let's let's start it off. The spelling bee this week is Abilene Christian football players, and they've got some cool names on this oh, team. Oh, that's not incorrect. Uh, the first one, though, Tristan Go Lightly.
1: Here, we'll let you kick it off since you're our guest. So do I go first name and last name? Yes. Okay. So Tristan, go lightly. Yep. Tristan, go lightly. Uh, can I get a place of origin?
2: Uh, Abilene, nice, Texas. Nice. <laughs> uh,
1: can I get a, a definition?
2: Football player.
1: I'm just doing what they do in the spelling being usually. Um, Tristan,
2: go lightly. Go lightly. Yep.
1: T R I S T I A
0: N. Nope. Oh. Peyton. Tristan, T-R-I-S-T-A-N. Correct. Go lightly. G-O-L-I-G-H-T-L-Y. Correct. There we go. Uh, Tristan will not go lightly into the night. Hey-oh.
2: <laughs> Jack, you got the next one. Uh, Rovon no. Rovan Banks Jr.
0: Hell, oh, this is easy. Rovon right. Banks. Rovon. I'm going R O
3: Apostrophe. Nope. Oh, uh, dang it. <laughs>
1: doing too much, Nolton.
2: Yeah, so I chose this one. Always, Peter. I, I
1: always am. R O V A N.
0: Nope. Oh god, that's how I was going. <laughs> R O V A
2: A N. Nope. Ah! So it's it's pretty simple. R O V A U G H N like Vaughn. Like I say, he's you last oh, no. oh. Never mind. Knowlton. And then Banks Jr. B A N K S J R. Never mind, Nolton.
0: You weren't doing <laughs> enough. Uh, <laughs> That's all right, Yeah, thanks, Peyton. Thanks.
2: Next one is Malachi Medlock.
3: Am I first? Yeah, you are. Oh, um, oh, I don't even know how to spell Malachi. This is terrible. M A L. Yep. A C H I. Malachi.
2: Yep. Medlock. Oh,
3: and then what's the last name? Medlock? Yeah. All right, keep it simple. M-E-D-L-O-C-K. Correct. Hey,
1: there
2: you go, All right, this one's going to be a little bit harder one, uh, Peter. Oh, great. Um, Kelly Coleo Linton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm
2: assuming Kelly is just... It's Kelly 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 Coleo. It's one name. Kelly Coleo. Or, er, I, I I don't... Kellic... Olio. Here, let me see it. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> <Calic>, uh, <laughs> Oleo. Okay, that's how I say it. Kellick Oleo.
1: Yep. Kellicolio.
2: Kellicolio. K. Coleo. I don't
1: know. K E L L I C K O? Nope. Peyton. That was a good guess, Pete. Uh
0: I tried to cheat. I couldn't. Kelly Colio. Kellick. Kelly
2: Kalloclio
0: Kalloclio
2: Kalloclio Kalloclio
0: Kelly Kalloclio thing in your ear the Kalloclio Kalloclio Yeah there you go Kalloclio yeah. yeah Kelly Colio nope. oh, uh, Yeah K E L L Y Nope K E
2: L L I.
3: No There's no Y. Wait, wait wait did we get the first name already
0: No
2: No, no. no. So this is the first wait, name is Kalloclio
0: Dude I'm just kidding this and <laughs> Is this the last name? I'm yeah, this not, is last I'm not name. cheating. I'm not cheating. Here,
3: Kenny can see my screen as on correct council stats.
0: Um, <laughs> so Kelly Kelly Colo Kelly Colo.
2: You try to say it, Peyton. Kel uh
0: Kelly Colio Linton. This his go. full name.
3: Kelly Colo. K E L I K O L O. Close. That wasn't too bad. Yeah,
2: it was K E L E K O L I O, and then Linton is L I N T O N.
0: Oh my God. And yeah, that, that does time. it for another great edition. Great week. <laughs> another great stressful week. week. We got two out of four. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 50%. Uh, best speed of the week, Peyton.
0: Best speed of the week, Missouri is 33 and a half point favorites, apparently. There, this isn't on ESPN. Well, it's because you uh, can't
2: bet on FCS teams.
0: I guess, but like, I don't know where Kenny found this. But if this is true, hammer this line for Mizzou, folks. Drink wits. Can he coach on the road? Absolutely not. But you know where he is? At home. Against You know who he's facing? The Abilene Christian Wildcats, who are 2-0 and against who, you might ask? Two high schools, probably. So go ahead. <laughs> if you can somehow find a listing for this, hammer Mizzou as 34-point favorites. I would take Mizzou as 50-point favorites here, if I'm honest.
3: Abilene Christian's 1-0 against
0: Texas. In basketball. In basketball. We were there. I was there.
2: Um current Council never pitched. I just checked it. Uh dirty bird of the week. Uh the Cardinals and the Falcons lost last week in the NFL. NFL dirty dirty oh. bird of the weeks are back and I assume we Jack. Missed has them, one.
3: Baby. I have a th- I have a thing. I have a note um, I think uh, I think it's Jameis Winston. Have you guys heard about this? He can he can be the first NFL quarterback to beat all of the bird teams.
2: Oh wow. I did not know that. So,
3: <laughs> ultimate dirty bird in play for the end of the season, Jameis Winston.
0: Wait, like he sees he can be the first one to beat all the bird teams in one he, year. He can be
3: the, I, I believe it's the first NFL quarterback to beat all of the bird teams in one year. I think he plays. Okay,
0: all. I was gonna say because Tom Brady has beaten every NFL team. Yeah, um, it's in one season. Yeah. Yeah. One season. Okay. Then that makes sense.
2: So he, so he beats the birds, and the crabs, because he stole his crab legs.
0: And that is as far as we are gonna go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving um, on. Uh, best thing I learned this week, Tyler Macon. Uh, I know that you are probably not satisfied with your spot on the Mizzou roster. I wouldn't be either if I watched Brady Cook and Jack Abraham throw four picks back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back, um, and I couldn't even get a snap. Uh, but you're stuck here, man. Uh, welcome to Mizzou forever. Uh, the NCAA is trying to limit the amount of tomfoolery regarding NIL and transferring before you've actually hit the transfer portal, and they have asked all teams to keep their players on their team, no transfers whatsoever, until December. So if only for three more months, welcome home, Tyler Macon. Tyler
2: Macon could, could uh, find a new job, you know, before a bowl game. Maybe the Bahamas Bowl?
0: I would I, I don't think he can now.
2: He enters a transfer portal December first.
0: But you can't like join a team. Oh, you can't. and play right oh. away. I have no idea how Mizzou got cleared with Marcus Clark.
2: Well, that was before it happened.
0: That was weird though. I have no. I've never seen a player be able to join in the middle of the year. And
2: yeah, he was cleared like right away. Yeah. Uh Best thing I learned this week: don't stop for dinner in Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> so, was the worst experience it was
1: so ever. Bad.
2: I was just so hungry, and the the wait the waitress told us that. She would give us a discount because she forgot to log in our or she accidentally didn't log in our order. We didn't get a discount. She uh, offered it without even asking her manager. Classic Kansas education. Um, they
0: let ninety nine percent of their students into their university for a reason. Kenny uh,
2: one time, I think it was Fourth of July, maybe or Easter, they said like, happy birthday to the United States. It wasn't Fourth of July. It might have been Easter. I forgot what the day was.
0: It was 4th of July. It it was like America is 2,019 years old old today because it was 4th of July, 2019. Yep. And I also asked They let 97% of the students that apply in, folks.
2: I mean, when you look at that, you know, I asked her, I was like, hey, did you root for Kansas State or Missouri? And she got confused in the Kansas State-Missouri game. So I think, I think I put too many words into that sentence.
0: 97%. Oh, ap- acceptance rate.
2: Yeah.
3: You should have just gone to the Whataburger in KC.
2: Yeah, we should have. It Can't
1: was go good. I had it recently. Peter. Um, my biggest uh, stat of the week uh, <laughs> is a depressing one. is that Iowa State uh, scored their first touchdown in Kinnick in eight years. Wow. And uh, it happened in a fourteen to seven win against. It was uh, ten to seven. It was ten to seven. It was ten to seven. Even I, worse. Even either way, I blocked that game out of my memory because it's probably smart. I don't want to talk about it. Petrus doesn't have enough to evaluate him right now. This exactly. Yep. I was top two receivers are out, and their top running back is out. So that means Spencer they're Petrus the problem. obviously can't. Spencer Petrus can't be the yeah. problem. He can't if they're do not anything. playing. Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: Jack, what did you learn this week?
3: Um, I have a, I have a stat of the week as well. Um, I just thought this was kind of insane. And I've told you and Kenny it already, but I will I will read it on air. Um, so this Sunday, Patrick Mahomes entered some some pretty uh, good company. So there are six players now in NFL history who have at least six games where they've thrown five touchdown passes. Those names are Brady, Breeze, Manning, Big Ben, and Dan Marino. All of them took at least 240 career games to do it. Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. did it on Sunday against the Cardinals, and it was his 64th game. That's so. That's, that's how long, long did he take loser? chase
2: Daniel to do it? <laughs> I think
3: it took Chase Daniel four games. Four he games. Threw, he threw six games to five touchdowns in four games.
2: Yeah, that's what I was, was thinking exactly. too.
3: And he got paid eight million dollars per game. There
0: it is.
2: <laughs> uh Peyton Ratio of the week.
0: Ratio of the week, ladies and gentlemen, comes from Ryan Spader. The AL MVP race rages on. Uh, it is down to Aaron Judge, the correct choice, and Shohei Otani, the incorrect choice, but a very deserving second place. Um, the ace of spader, who notably just randomly accused every team of cheating and then deleted the thread an hour later, tweeted Here is all you need to know about the AL MVP debate Aaron Judge, 57 home runs. Shohei Otani, 58 home runs plus game started with a 255 ERA. It is not that hard. Someone, Gary Sheffield Jr., for some reason. Yeah, that's, sorry.
2: That's just bigger than someone.
0: Uh, the mic, A piece of the mic. <laughs> Stan just fell off. Ignore that. Uh, Gary Sheffield Jr. said, wait, where is the 58 homers coming in? Ryan Spader simply said, homers plus game started. Two stats that have nothing to do with each other. He just decided to make one stat. Uh, people were very confused. And the final numbers on this. 153 comments or replies rather, 125 quote tweets, two retweets, 39 likes. Ryan Spader. I spoke to him once. Congratulate! Did you really?
2: Yeah, he uh he was on a on ESPN 97.5 in Houston at a column one time, and he was actually very kind. So. That's good to hear. I've also heard there's like bad things about him from other people, but he also accused every team like of cheating, which you said, but yeah. And uh, then he deleted they, it. He deleted it. He also accused the Yankees of having different baseballs, and that's the reason they were hitting so many home runs at the beginning of the year. It wasn't that you know they had a short porch they had stunten, and prolific yeah. power hitters. So, well, good for you, Spader. Ryan uh, Spader always, always uh, at the top.
0: DM us your personal information. We will get a plaque out to you immediately. And those
2: pesky three numbers mm-hmm. on the back of your credit <laughs> card.
0: Congratulations for your ratio of the week.
1: <laughs> John Wick needs your help yes <laughs> um john wick needs your help in Fortnite.
2: funny fact or fun fact about that guy it's also a funny fact uh someone at my high school paid him on cameo to like tell people to raise money for our school oh nice so i don't know what the guy's name is but i know
1: i forget it, his name yeah. too
2: um but that's gonna do it for quick hits this week uh we're gonna kick it to another quick break it's 3 36 p.m here in columbia missouri unwritten rule thank you peyton for bringing us in that way so much you're better welcome than, i hope
0: you like the whole music this is actually me singing right now you're
2: so much better than cold play um chris wel- martin
0: eat your heart out the pitcher uh welcome
2: back no. to case the unwritten rule here in columbia missouri uh 338 local time uh, we're going to jump into some nfl picks that's how we close out every single week here in the fall and first game on our slate is Patriots, Steelers, and our special guest, our special host, our special friend, Peter Camp of the Penalty Box is here to make his selections. Peter, all you have to do is get more than six right, because Luke was really bad last week.
1: I was really bad <laughs> at picks.
2: <laughs> He's sitting right there.
1: The last time I was. I'm on, just kidding, so Luke. I'm I know not, you.
2: I'm Luke not. chose them on purpose. Um, but
3: yeah, well, Luke's not. Luke's not gonna let you hear the end of that one.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, Luke.
1: <laughs> Anyways, Peter. Peter. Go ahead. Uh, with the first game, first game, uh, I believe is Patriots Steelers. Yes. Uh, two teams that had looked rocky. Week one, uh, one team was able to squeak out with a win though, and I mean, squeak out. Yeah. Put some WD forty on it because oh my goodness, they barely got out of that one unscathed. So you I'm could gonna, say they stole the win. They stole, stole the win. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think. They are dealing with a TJ Watt injury and a Cam Haywood injury, but there is just nothing inspiring about this Patriots team right now that I really like. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Mitch Trubisky bandwagon, and uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, Mitch
0: Trubisky and Matt Jones, two of my least favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, boy, oh boy, uh, this is a terrible game. Mitch Trubisky attempted 38 passes and had like 107 yards or something terrible. Um, Mac Jones is dealing with a horrible O-line, horrible receivers, and horrible, horrible play calling, looking a lot like Justin Fields last year. Uh, I'll take the Steelers because I think their defense will make enough plays. I think their defense is going to make mincemeat of that O-line, but it's a very begrudging Steelers
2: I'm going to take the Steelers as well. Uh, I, I, Like everyone said, I don't think the Patriots are what they were last season. I thought it was a funny thing I saw the other day. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, uh, former All-Pro running back, called out Bill Belichick and said this is the end for him. I, I just thought that was funny, LaShawn McCoy calling someone out. Uh, but I'm going to take the Steelers here. Thank you for that noise, Jack, whatever that was. I think it
3: was a duck. Sorry. <laughs> um, foot foot slipped. Uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll be the contrarian here. I'll go the Patriots. Uh, still, Bill Belichick. CJ, did we, did, we, did you say how long is CJ Watt out for? Do we oh, know? Weeks. I
0: think could be six. High. He I tore think. his pec, right? Yeah.
3: yeah. Right. That seems serious. I'm going the Patriots. I'm not really sure why. I just have a feeling. Um,
1: I got you. And
3: to be different. Boom. Next, Peter. What's
1: up? We're
0: doing Panthers-Giants
1: Panthers-Giants. I'm going to go with the Giants. Uh, Christian McCaffrey came back last week, and he did not look fantastic. I think he had like 10 carries for 33 yards. And uh, he's kind of the one shining, glimmering part of this offense. And if he's not churning, uh, I don't think this team is churning. I think Danny Dimes gets it done. Uh, I'm going to go with the Giants another just
0: horrible game uh i think saquon will make enough plays baker i just i was really wanting to see something from him last week and he let me down uh there's no swag left in the tank for baker he has no dance moves um danny dimes stinks but he will get his team out to a 2-0 lead
2: uh, i'm picking the giants until they lose they beat the titans last week one of my favorite. favorites Never mind.
3: Go Jack. Oilers. Uh, I'm I'm taking the Giants to Saquon looks, you know, really refreshed headed into the new season. He was playing with a lot of swag, and I think they they can just win games. Assuming he he like Christian McCaffrey needs to stay healthy. But yeah, go go Giants.
0: Kenny, please uh, finish your thought on the Titans. Uh, uh, well,
2: it's always a good day when. Who's the kicker for Randy Bullock? When Randy Bullock misses a field goal and wins a game for another team, and I just I'm so happy the Giants won that game because of Randy Bullock. Uh, Jets Browns.
1: Um, Oh
0: man, three stink.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good game. (laughs) I'm gonna go with (laughs) the Browns. This is terrible. Uh, They're a team that put over 200 yards rushing, and I think when I think of good rushing defense, I don't think of the Jets. So I'm going <laughs> to go with Cleveland, and um, yeah. Yeah,
0: Joe Flacco is starting for one team. The other team is not starting. Joe Flacco, give me the Browns.
2: Uh, I'm taking the Browns as well.
3: Jack? Peyton, um, you took the Browns?
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, I, too, am taking the Browns because uh, they had probably kicker of the week, Cade York. He, he was LSU, right? Was he the one who kicked the— Yes. Yes. Um, The one in the fog against Florida, yeah. Any team with Cade York's a good team. Go Browns.
2: Cade York was the fourth best or third best uh, rookie debut last week according to the NFL. So that's pretty cool to see a kicker up there. Kickers matter.
1: He's yeah, kickers I agree.
2: Colts, Jaguars, Peter.
1: Uh quick question, do we know where this game is?
2: Uh the team on the right is the home team, so the Jaguars are the home team.
1: I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. The Colts have not beaten the Jaguars Mm -hmm. on the road in eight years, and it's going to be nine on Sunday. I will
0: say the Jaguars, though they didn't come away with a win, that was probably one of the better uh, games they've played in a long time in week one. So I think they'll be a bit more competitive this year. I'm going to take – I picked the Jags last week in an upset. (sighs) The streak is ending. The Colts will win.
2: Uh, Matt Ryan went to Boston College. Uh, he is Matty Ice. He's got ice in his veins. You know what they don't got in Jacksonville, Florida? They don't got ice because it's too hot and it melts. Give me the Colts.
1: All
3: right, fair enough. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Jack, so you're picking Maddie ice Jack tell though, us why
2: you're taking the Jaguars.
3: What? what why are you picking the Colts? Because the they melts? can't.
2: they can't stand the ice. All
3: right um i'm i'm picking Does the jaguars for sense. peter's reason and because jonathan taylor's not used to running in warm weather he's used to running in cold um up north so he'll, he'll he get runs in a dome dead. no no
2: <laughs> half the college. year he runs in a dome he hasn't been in <laughs> college in four years <laughs>
3: what? what no that's not correct dolphins Three?
0: ravens
1: peter who you got two um, dolphins
3: ravens go jaguars
1: i'm I see Tua's noodle arm, and I raise him a Marlon Humphreys career day. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Ravens. Oh, oh, oh,
0: Yeah. Give me the Ravens. Oh, oh. Uh, just because I think Lamar is playing some inspired football. Uh, and Tua, boy, oh, boy, if you didn't see the answer he gave to his height in a press conference yesterday, go find it. It will make you giggle. Um, How tall so, is he? He's like six feet, but like he was like, if I can't see you, you can't see me. I'm not going to throw the ball there. I was like, wow, that's not what I want to hear my quarterback say at all. Uh-huh. Give me the Ravens. Uh, I'm
2: pulling a big cat this week. I'm calling my dirty bird right now. It's going to be the Ravens because the Dolphins are going to win. If the Ooh. Dolphins don't win, uh, I will chop off my pinky finger on my left hand.
1: There it is. Pinky game? Pinky I, game. That feels a this little is a pinky, pinky game. game.
2: We'll do it on air next week. Pinky game.
0: <laughs> I don't think we're going to do any pinky of game. that. Pinky FCC, game. we're okay. just kidding. FCC Kenny kidding. Loses a finger, yeah,
2: it's a joke. Sorry. Uh, but go Dolphins. They're going to beat the Ravens.
3: If Kenny loses a finger before I do, it'd be a miracle. <laughs> um, but I'm going to pick the Ravens, to uh,
1: uh, uh Lamar Jackson. Oh, oh. Oh. Moving on. All right. Saints, Bucks. Oh, geez. Both these teams kind of had stinker games last week. They both they won. They both won. They both could have done, done a lot better. They could have done a lot better. Um, I'm going to go with uh, my great great grandfather, Tom Brady, uh, <laughs> and the Buccaneers just because I think they play better defense, and I think that's what's going to come down to. Tom Brady is such a warrior. He's living in a
0: separate house from his wife right now, <laughs> and that is real TB12 Mamba mentality. Give me the Bucks. Roll Bucks.
2: That's, a, that's pirate mentality. Yeah, buccaneer mentality. Another duck uh, uh, Kenny,
0: why Kenny, how much did the pirate pay to get his ears pierced? A buck. A
2: buccaneer. <laughs> um <laughs> when you look at Tom Brady, a uh, you know, great career, blah, blah, blah. He sucks against the Saints. He, he does sucks for whatever against the Rams. Reason. He's not gonna end that now. This is his final season. He's gonna continue. He's always been the same guy. He's always been, you know, with the same person, always had the same hairstyle. He's consistency. The consistency is is saying he's going to lose this week in New Orleans. Go Saints.
0: Uh, Nolten picked the yeah, flighting I, slant boy. I'm
3: in a, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm in a fight I can't spell. Uh, yeah, Michael Thomas is back. Go
1: Saints. Uh, commanders at Lions. Oh, great. Um, listen, shout out to my brother Jack. Other, My other brother, I know like four Jacks. <laughs> but my brother Jack... Moved to DC this summer. And so I'm for him I'm going to go with the Commanders. Um this is the first game the Lions have been favored in
0: in two seasons, two seasons. Uh that is remarkable how bad they've been. <laughs> um look, it really this game is going to depend on which split personality shows up for Carson Wentz. We saw literally both of them last week. And this week are we going to see Carson or are we going to see Mitchell. It's like
1: Dr. Um, Carson.
0: Yeah. Or or
1: Mr. Mitchell.
0: Either way, give me the Lions. I think the Lions will get it done this week. I uh, actually do believe in them this
1: Washington week.
2: Washington is going to command a win over Detroit. Uh, commanders in this one. Uh, let's kind of speed through these next ones.
1: All right. Uh, oh, oh, I'm going with the Seahawks. Gino goes 2-0. Oh, Jack, NBT starts now. Jack, uh, skip. You, Jack, you know what? I I do.
2: I let think, Jack go, Jack. Who are you taking in Commanders uh, lines?
0: Uh, oh my Jack bad. My fantasy
3: quarterback go Commanders. Don't take the next
0: line. Uh, I I feel um, this game is gonna go much better for the 49ers. They're not playing in a monsoon. I'm not gonna let uh Trey Lance off the hook for last week because eighty percent of that game there was not rain falling. Um, but I don't. I think that. The defense for the 49ers in particular is going to respond big, big time this week. So, give me the 49ers. Uh, oh!
2: <laughs> I'm taking the Seahawks. All
3: right. Uh, Dino Smith built by preseason. Go Seahawks.
1: Falcons-Rams. All right. I'm going to go with the—oh, uh, no. I'm going to go with the Rams. Old man Aaron Donald, who should have retired last year. He's old. He's banged up. He doesn't want to be out there. Uninspiring play. But he will a done. sack on his He first. doesn't want to play.
0: Um. Oh,
2: Rams. Uh, I'm taking the Rams as well. Jack? Uh,
1: I'm taking the Rams. Young by cool. make 240-plus field goals. Put it down.
2: You'll lose a pinky if he doesn't.
0: Uh, Cardinals okay. at Raiders.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with how Boomer says Raiders. I'm going, do Raiders. That's how he says it, Raiders. I will also take the
0: Raiders. There we go. Derek Carr bounce back.
2: Uh, well, same nope, with me. made a bad pick. Oh, bad. Yeah, Jack's going to lose that one. I'm taking the Raiders go as cards. well.
1: Moving on, Texans at
2: Broncos. There's only one correct choice here.
1: Uh, Broncos country will be soaring oh. on Sunday, and oh oh, uh, Broncos country was left wide, wide left on on Monday, but they'll be riding on Sunday. We're going to go with the Broncos.
0: Um, so there's some storyline going into this game. Uh, former Russell Wilson teammate Justin Britt. Uh, literally saw how bad he played on film last week and decided to retire. <laughs> he hasn't <laughs> retired yet. He's about to retire. So the Texans. He's also a true son. Lost their starting safety one game into this, or starting center rather, one game into the season. That's not great. Fighting. Uh, Lovey Smiths will not get it done this week.
2: Uh, Lovey Smiths going to win this game. I'm taking the Texans. Uh, Oilers
0: awful.
3: country,
1: let's ride.
2: Yeah, Jack, you get a loss for that one because uh, the Oilers aren't playing in this game.
0: The uh, oh, Oilers Cowboys. are the Titans, Yeah, forget. those are the Titans.
1: Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals. That's it.
0: <laughs> I want to side with my good friend, Cooper Rush, who I've never met. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Bengals. Yeah,
2: it's getting to that time where, you know, the Cowboys, you know, they looked good to start the year, and then Dak Prescott got, got hurt. And so it's going to be some auto wins throughout the, the next four weeks. I'm taking the Bengals.
3: Yeah, I think Joe
2: Burrow will have a bounce back in. Go Bengals. All right. Uh let's save this game for last. Uh, why uh, let's Titans get it over with Titans
1: at Bills? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with the fighting Josh Allens, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go with the Bills.
0: Uh yeah, I mean that was a really rough loss for the Titans last week. Um they made enough plays down the stretch to win, but their offense just feels lackluster without AJ Brown. Doesn't really feel like Ryan Tannehill has that go-to guy downfield when he needs to win anymore. Um, and, gosh, the Bills just feel too strong right now. Give me Buffalo.
2: Uh, I'm taking the Bills as well. Any team that has Randy Bullock on it is not going to win a game. So, go Bills. Just,
0: oh God, I just, Josh Allen, go Bills. I just saw the pick for next for, for the next game for <laughs> Kenny. Uh Vikings at Eagles. Peter.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with uh, – the Vikings, because Jalen Rager is gonna have a Michael Jordan took it personally game. No, that three is three catches, head. 163 yards, and three touchdowns for him.
0: This game could legit go either way for me. I think these are two of probably the top six teams in the NFC. Um, you know what? This is prime time, Kirk. He ain't getting it done. Ah, uh, give um, me the ease. Uh, this is Kirk
2: Timber. On prime time, on national television, but he's also facing the Eagles. And I told myself at the beginning of the year I was never going to choose another team against the Eagles, no matter who they were playing. Eagles seventeen and zero this season, but this is going to be a tie. It's going to be my first tie call <laughs> of the season. Die. Eagles Vikings are going to tie on Monday Night Football.
0: Here's to six
2: more, Kenny. Yep. Yeah,
3: hopefully Kenny can find. You get choose the Eagles. Tie. Yes, um, I did. I'm, I'm going. I'm going with the Eagles too. Uh, J- Jalen Hurts is good.
2: All right, last game, Bears at Packers. Sunday night football.
1: Waiting all day Listen. for Bears at Packers. That's pretty good. I don't know if you've seen the housing market yet. I don't know if you've checked <laughs> the prices. But it's a buyer's market. <laughs> and right now, it's about owning. And Aaron Rodgers coming back. I still own you. Big Cheese gets it done.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, this is setting up just to be like every other. Bears game ever. Uh, They started the season with a really energizing win. The Packers looked horrible. The receivers looked terrible. Aaron Rodgers looked angry and sad and like a diva. Um, And now he's going to come out on national TV and make absolute jokes of our secondary. Justin Fields is not going to have an open man all night because Equinemius St. Brown and Dante Pettis are going to have to try and get open against Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas and uh, Eric Stokes, it's not going to happen. Bears probably are going to get killed in this one.
2: I saw everything I need to see last week. Uh, Packers lost, called it. You can't take Aaron Rodgers in week one. This game's not in Chicago. This game is in Green Bay, and you know who's going to own Green Bay after this game, Peyton? Who's going to own Green Bay?
0: Aaron Rodgers? No.
2: Justin <laughs> Fields. Justin Fields is going to own the Packers. I saw enough last week. He, He was throwing dimes in the rain. No rain in Green Bay this week. Go Bears. Bears are going to win this one. Jack, give it up to your friend. Um, he,
3: he wanted me to pass on his expert analysis. He said Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears and will continue to own the Bears for uh, the rest of his career. Go Packers.
2: All right. Well, that's going to do it this week. Do we have week. any more texts? Uh, no, we don't have any more texts. Did, did you tell someone to text us? No. Let me check. I already,
0: <laughs> I already turned it off for
2: today. Um, I can't read that on air.
0: Okay. Uh, Sounds like Luke is a little upset. No,
2: Luke said don't disrespect Kurt Tember, Peyton. That's going to do it this week for the Unwritten Rule. We'll be back next Friday at 3 p.m. Have a good weekend, everybody.